Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits, drive through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad? Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. Thank you so much for joining in this week. I am going to give you guys what I have been preparing for mentally with going on spring break trip to Disney World. So I think a lot of you guys are in that season where you might be going on spring break with your kids, you may be out of your normal routine, and you're maybe a little bit stressed about not gaining weight that you've lost back, not getting so far off track of your health and wellness journey that you can't get back on. I know for years, you know, I have been notorious at yo-yo dieting, so I can completely relate to that where you know, you're know you on a great path, you're gaining some momentum, you've lost some weight, and then you go away for a week and you just gain all the weight you lost back. And I know how upsetting that can be. I have been there and when you come home, you just feel disgusted and you beat yourself up and you go through this mental game and you just kind of give up and it takes you a long time to get back on the you know path of health and wellness. So I wanted to share with you guys how I am mentally preparing to go to Disney World because I have goals. I have big goals and I have six months left to achieve them. And I know we're going away. It's almost like 12 days. So I don't want to completely derail the progress that I've made, but I also want to have a good time. So I get that. I, I totally understand letting loose, going away on vacation, having a good time. But if you are on a journey, and especially if you've just started, and you're starting to gain some momentum, and you're working on your mindset shifts, and you're really in a really good headspace before you go, it can be really hard to think about being out of your normal day-to-day and you know sticking to what you've been doing. And honestly, you're not going to be able to stick to everything you've been doing. That's just the reality, right? You're not going to be in your own environment. You're not going to have your own workout stuff. You know, your times of eating may be different. So I just want, like I said, wanted to go through how I'm kind of handling it because I think it might help some of you out there. Um, you know, I've traveled numerous times, like I said, and I have ballooned up right after. And it's so upsetting, honestly. Like I felt that. I've been there when it's like all the hard work that you've done seems like it just went away in a week. So let me go through the things that I'm doing. So something that's big is plan ahead. And plan ahead in a way that doesn't stress you out, where you're not planning every single meal and every single day at all, but you are just like kind of getting a lay of the land. And now I've been to Disney World before, so I kind of know what I'm getting into. But if it's not a place that you've been to, maybe check out the restaurant's menus. Check out, you know, things that you're going to be around, things that you may want to indulge in, things that you know you can make a better choice. 
just kind of get a lay of the land of what restaurants, you know, how active you're going to be and just create a mental plan. I think just doing that in itself can create some mental clarity and just mental calmness around your trip. It doesn't feel as stressful when you feel like you have a plan. And like I said, I'm not talking an Excel spreadsheet here. I'm just talking about making a mental list of you know, some places you guys might have as a go-to where there are healthier options um, and maybe picking out your indulgences too. And having the game plan is going to keep you mentally in the game and you feel just more prepared for what you're about to go through. And it's not that you're going through anything bad. It's just that you're going through something different than your normal day to day. And if you've gotten yourself to a really great routine where you're really starting to feel good about yourself and the spring season's coming, you don't want to sabotage everything you've worked so hard for. So creating a plan around eating, just like I said, how active are you going to be? Are there chances that you can fit some workouts in. I know last year when we went away to the beach, uh, me and my friend, we were able to go on some runs. You know, we did some biking, me and my family. So just trying to figure out, you know, what kind of vacation it is, especially if you're going like to the beach in the summer. Can you go for a run in the morning? You know, can you do some bike riding? Little things like that. Just so that you have like an idea of the landscape of what your trip's going to be, I find makes me calm, makes me feel like I can do this. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It doesn't feel like my whole diet is going to be sabotaged by going away. Um, so that's my number one tip is have a plan. And like I said, not super detailed, not Excel spreadsheet style, unless that's your thing. That's not my thing. But just a general lay of the land. Another tip and something that, you know, I don't really necessarily have to do, but my husband is, you know, working towards a really goal, a really big goal for myself. Um, But tell a family member, you know, what you're working towards. Tell a family member that you want their help. You want their accountability if you are getting off of your track. You're if you are getting too far down the, the, you know, the dark hole of eating gluttonous food all day and just feeling bad about yourself. If you start doing negative talk, have them, you know, help chime in. If it's anything that you know is just going to make you feel bad the rest of the day, you know, have them boost you up. Have them say, you know what, this is the indulgent that you picked. This is the you know vacation that we're on. And it's okay, you know. But again, planning ahead in that instance really helps a lot because you don't feel like you're doing something bad, if you will. You, that was part of your plan, you know. That was part of your plan. That's part of your vacation indulgence. And that's okay. But telling someone in your family, telling your kids, kids are really good at holding people accountable. Like if I have a bowl of cereal, my kids are calling me out. It's kind of ridiculous, but they do. Like mommy doesn't eat cereal. Like <laughs> it's kind of funny. But anyway, like just telling your spouse, telling family members that, you know, I'm in the middle of a health goal. I'm, I've been really good and I've been sticking to all my goals and I really don't want to derail myself too far. This is kind of what I've decided. And please support me if I make a bad choice. Please support me if, you know, you can offer any encouragement to help me make a better choice, anything like that. Just having some accountability, having some support system with you is a big help too. Um, I plan on, you know, I'll tell my husband, but he knows, like I said, I'm working towards a, a big health goal. But, you know, I will tell him and I would want his support that if I am doing something that I said I wasn't going to do, I would hope that he would call me out on it. And that's okay. If I'm asking him to do it, that's how I need accountability. That's how I need the support. Then I want him to do that. All right. Another thing. So if there are some indulgences, like I know, for instance, one thing in Disney World is that Dole Whip. So I I don't necessarily love it, but maybe it's something that I want to just taste. So kind of just if you have some things that you want to try, maybe instead of getting 
a whole dessert, maybe sharing it with your family or just taking a spoon. Like to me, I can just take a spoon and be fine. Now you kind of have to know yourself there because some people, once you get the sugar hit, it's just very downward from there. And I have been there. I have absolutely 100% without a doubt been there where if I take a hit of sugar, I'm just going down. I'm going down the rabbit hole for the rest of the day, potentially a couple into a couple days. Um, so knowing where you are in your health and wellness journey and how basically addicted to sugar you are, are you able to take a spoon and walk away? Or does it create more cravings and make you feel tired and all those things? But if you are able to, you know, take a spoon or two or share a dessert as a family, it's definitely going to make you feel satisfied to some degree. Like you've gotten your treat. You've gotten to indulge on vacation, but you didn't eat the whole thing. So, and if you were notorious for eating the whole thing, like I was, the Gardelli in on Disney Springs makes such good ice cream sundaes. But this year, when I go, I'm probably just gonna share. Like I might take a little couple spoons out of one of my kids or something and be done. I don't want to eat the whole thing and overindulge and then feel horrible about myself. I, I don't want to do that this time. So just knowing that going in, and if you're going someplace new, that's why planning is super important. Where you want to look at what the indulgences are that you might want to, you know, partake in, and which ones that aren't really going to be worth it. Um, but I think sharing indulgences could be a good way to kind of not get, not overwhelm with the sugar rush, but still feel like you got a special treat on vacation. Um, all right. And then another tip is, and this is something that I plan on doing, I am going to pick out prior to going what my indulgences are going to be. Like, again, goes back to planning, but I'm going to literally specifically call out what my indulgences are, and I'm only going to have two or three of them the whole time. That's it. And we're going away for 12 days. So that's kind of my ratio. Um, And I don't mean whole days. I mean things, like items. So the rest of my day would be on track, healthier eating, and I would have one indulgence. So I think looking at that, like depending upon how long you're going away, maybe you don't want to have any and that's what you're sticking to. And that's amazing. If you are early on in your health journey, that's going to be what works for you. If you are going to have one thing, what's your one thing? If you're going to have two things, what's your two things? Call it out before you go. So that way it just makes life a lot easier so you don't feel tempted all the time. If that wasn't on your plan, then we're just going to skip it. And if you want to swap, obviously be flexible. But at least having that plan going in, I think for me, makes it more, just more settling. Like I don't feel like I'm being tempted all the time by all this delicious goodies that are around. Um, Something that I'm going to be doing that I think works well for like a Disney trip, just because the chaos and the running and staying up late and eating at erratic times is I plan on intermittent fasting and not eating until lunch. Um, I think it's going to be really easy there because we're going to be eating dinner late. So, I mean, some of our dinner reservations aren't until like 8.30, which we would never eat at 8.30 in real life. Um, And this is all debatable if the kids are going to make it. But, um, you know, on vacation, things tend to go later than normal. And I know waking up in the morning can be chaotic with kids, especially trying to get yourself ready, trying to get the kids ready, and then get to Disney on time uh, to get in the park so you can beat all the rush. So I plan on intermittent fasting. Like I said, I think it's going to be easy in the environment that I'm in. But if you are able to intermittent fast, I think breakfast is the meal to skip on vacation because you kind of want to get to where you're going, especially in Disney, right? Like I said, it's completely chaotic if you've been there, you understand what I'm saying. And I feel like I'm going to be busy enough where I'm not even thinking about food. So being able to at least 
shorten my eating window, you know, from lunch to dinner when dinner is going to be later, I think is what my plan is at this moment. And I think depending upon, you know, where you're going on vacation, maybe considering if you can eat dinner earlier, you know, shortening your eating window that way, or if you can skip breakfast, that's an easy way to kind of shorten your window and still feel good, you know, and just knowing again, where you're going what the environment's like, and knowing that you can be flexible with the intermittent fasting, like not holding, holding true to like, I can't eat till two or I can't eat till 12, like being flexible with it on the days that we are going to eat dinner early. Maybe I will eat lunch earlier, or maybe I will crack a couple eggs before we leave. But for the most part, um, generally speaking, I think what I'm going to do is just not eat breakfast when we're on vacation. Um, and I think it'll honestly just be one last stressor for myself to have to make myself breakfast when I'm trying to get everyone out the door on time. Um, another thing is pre-planning how much alcohol you plan on drinking because alcohol can be a really big sabotager of whatever goal you're working towards. Because ultimately what happens, no matter what kind of alcohol it is, your body has to burn that first. So no matter what you're eating at all, whether it's cake, whether it's eggs, whether it's a piece of steak, if you drink alcohol, your body is going to burn the alcohol first as fuel. It's just how our bodies are working. So unfortunately, fortunately, however you want to look at it, but you could completely derail yourself by drinking the whole time, but eating everything right. So knowing like how much do you want to drink? Are there special occasions? Are you going to someone's wedding? Are you going out for someone's birthday? You know, obviously you have to live your life. I'm I'm never going to be against that. But just pre-planning how much alcohol you plan on drinking, what kinds of alcohol you plan on drinking, and trying to make better choices if you can. I think, again, it comes down to preparing yourself and, you know, having open discussions with your family members about you know, what your goals are and what you're willing to drink and what you're not and things like that are really going to be helpful in not completely derailing you while you're on vacation. Um, the a last couple things is just, so knowing your fitness and what you have been doing and what you're going to be able to do so that you don't beat yourself up. So I tend to beat myself up if I don't do my normal routine. And I have been working really hard these last couple of weeks to mentally prepare myself for the fact that I'm going to be without my Peloton, without my tonal, and be chill with that because that's not my normal personality. But I know in Disney World, every time we go, we're walking probably quadruple the amount of steps that we're normally walking on a regular day. So, you know, knowing that my steps, I'm going to monitor it. I have my aura ring to see how many steps I'm walking. Um, I will feel good about knowing that I'm walking a ton and I am staying active, although not working out. I'm still moving my body. I'm not like sitting down all day because honestly, I probably sit down more during the day when I'm at home or working because I'm in the car or at my desk. Um, so again, my activity level during the day is going to be a lot higher than it is. Um, even though I'm not probably going to wake up at 5am in Peloton because I don't believe our house has a Peloton. Um, so yeah, just knowing, like set the stage before you go, because if you're anything like me, you will beat yourself up because you're not doing your normal workouts, your normal routine, but I need to chill out. We all need to break and chill out sometimes and it's completely okay. Um, but maybe you're going on a vacation where you can be, you can go hiking, you can go swimming, and we're going to be swimming too, but I'm not like an avid swimmer. Like, I don't even know if I know how to swim. But anyway, like seeing how your vacation, how active you can be. Are you guys going to be hiking? Like I said, can you go for a run? Can you go for a bike ride as a family? You know, or just Disney where you're just walking a ton. So it is still going to be something for my body to get used to because I'm not used to walking 30, 40,000 steps a day. I'm usually doing between 10 and 14,000 steps a day. So my body's going to be 
in for a challenge regardless because I'm not used to walking that much. So, you know, your feet hurt when you're at Disney. It's like endless hours of walking, just endless. Um, So like knowing exactly what kind of activity you can do and mentally preparing for that also before you go can be a help. Um, And one other tip, my last tip for today is don't forget to drink a lot of water. So I know it can be easy when you're in your normal routine to have your special cute water bottle and to carry it in your car and all of the things. But no matter where you're going on vacation, you are going to be out of that routine. And it is so important to be drinking enough water. And Disney World is going to be hot. So I'm going to be bringing my electrolytes and I'm going to be drinking lots of water to keep myself feeling hydrated. Um, hydration is so important, especially when you're traveling maybe to other countries and or you're in different altitudes or you're just in like different heat than you're you know coming from winter to go to someplace that is hot, different things like that. And again, depending upon the activity level that you guys are going to be doing on vacation, making sure you're well hydrated, making sure you have water readily available to you all the time, maybe packing your cute water bottle. Um, I know Disney, like I think you can bring your own water bottle. Um, Obviously, we'll be buying a lot of water while we're there. But just kind of monitoring how much water you're drinking so that you don't get dehydrated, you don't feel lethargic, um, you feel energized. And honestly, that can help you too when you're trying to keep you know, potentially sweet treats off of your mind. Being hydrated, you could just be hungry, but you end up being dehydrated because you're making bad choices. Or I shouldn't say that. I should say basically what happened is if you're dehydrated, it could trigger you to be, you know, thinking you're hungry and you go make a bad choice on some food because you're thinking you're hungry as opposed to thirsty. A lot of the times, a lot of us are really just dehydrated and thirsty and we're not really hungry. So drinking water just to make sure we're using our gauges to know how hungry we are so that we do make better choices can be a big help too. So... I'm looking forward to going to Disney. If you are going to Disney, I'd love to hear about your stories. And if you were able to, you know, keep your indulgences to a minimum, I know it's hard. There's so many yummy treats there and there's so many good things. And we just kind of want to live and be a kid again. But if you are beginning your health journey, if you're in the middle of your health journey, if you are closer to the end, or if you're just trying to maintain, you don't want all your hard work to be sabotaged in seven days. And I can honestly tell you that I have done that. I could lose 20 pounds and gain 20 of them back in a week. It's easy for me to do. It's not like I have some magical spell on me that just makes me stay the same weight forever. It's a challenge. It's a struggle every day that I have to deal with. And I know that it's worth it. I know my health goals are worth it. I know how I feel is worth it. Um, But I also know it can be hard. So please know that I'm thinking about you if you're traveling and I support you and all of your goals. And I really hope that this had helped you, you know, make a plan for yourself because planning is key. All right. Have an amazing week and I will chat with you all soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.